Hey, this is Lindsay listening from Austin, Texas, and my favorite doc doc is March of the Penguins. We're kicking down this motherfucking door, and we're doing that. Let's get into it. If there's anything that could be haunted, for sure that fucking chair's haunted. Then again, the internet always wins. The internet always wins. Searching around about uh, this dock I found. Let's be frank, there's piss on the floor. Just pulled out of power and he was murdered by firing squad. I'll start having pain. Three dudes in a dock. That's the one. That, that is what it's called. Good morning, gentlemen. Good How morning. are you? Hello. Um, yeah, welcome back for another episode. Yes. Feeling fantastic. Feeling fan freaking fantastic. Just got a, just got off the lacrosse pitch mm-hmm. field. What That's they, not, a, not a lie. What do they call it? Um, a pitch? The game space. Field? I I have no idea. The box. I, I don't, Can I don't, you still call Indian rubber balls that? Or are they just called lacrosse balls? Is that what they are using? That's what, yeah. That's what you know them as? Yeah. Oh. I have no idea. I've all right. I guess it's just the only me, time though. I ever played lacrosse was uh, in high school for gym. Hmm. That's it. I had lacrosse sticks. I just like I never played like organized lacrosse, but just passing the ball around and stuff and watching games, yeah. but not like field lacrosse. I think I've seen what Duke was doing like once or twice, and I was yeah. like, this is kind of boring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's I, what I was thinking. I don't. Uh, I'm very, very bad at it. I'm not overly athletic <laughs> anyways. Um, There's a lot of hand movement. Yeah. And catching that ball in those little. Yeah. yeah. So anyways, for those who don't know and haven't been following on, why not? Because yeah. we always tell them. Um, but we watched Fantastic Lies, so yes. which is a ESPN 30 for 30. Which are always good. Yeah. About uh, the uh, Duke lacrosse team. Mm-hmm. And a in twenty two thousand six two thousand six yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah about that, a, that was when uh, the incident happened yes mm-hmm. I think this came alleged in like twenty fifteen or sixteen correct yeah yeah um yeah well little mishap that happened at a party a little mishap yeah. that was designed yeah. yeah um so yeah so basically the story goes um lacrosse team was known for partying um. Always kind of uh, the team was filled with privileged uh, white kids, which most of Duke is anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, so they have a party. The guys are known for kind of raucous behavior. Um, mm-hmm. They hire some strippers. They come. Apparently something happens or she alleges something happens. Wait, the strippers arrive? Arrive. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, they didn't. Oh, I see what you did there. Uh-huh. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> no, they let. Oh, I was going to say they left crying, but that, they still could have came and then cried. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so strippers got there. Um, apparently something happened. She alleges she calls the police, says she's been assaulted. And then this huge, absolute fucking fiasco but uh, ensues. The Even the 911 call is weird. Yeah. It began weird. I was kind of disappointed that they didn't let that play out because yeah. clearly there was more, it was but like, they just cut it off. All right. What happened? And I'm like, I don't know if this is the first, like the right place to call, but I'm just upset. And like, um, okay. If you were like assaulted, wouldn't you just be like, Hey, like I'm out of this situation and now like, I can call 911 and tell them everything. I think like there would be an effort to try and control yourself too. Yeah. That like what just happened didn't happen. Like you don't want to just completely fucking shatter. Yeah. Then you're no good. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just of like, I don't know. It just seemed weird. It definitely did seem weird. Yeah. Yeah. I will not deny that. Um, yeah. And I think, you know, a lot of assault survivors have kind of like a, kind of a shock to them afterwards. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm just going to blame the victims. Yeah. No, 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 but which which would be just an explanation of, of why, she was calm, right? Like, yeah, she was just like, just not like, not as we would expect someone who had just got violently assaulted yeah. to act. Um, but yeah, so she alleges that three of the lacrosse team members, um, t- 
took her into the bathroom and essentially gang raped her mm-hmm. um, and used a broomstick to sodomize her. Uh, yeah. That was a threat. That was well, a threat uh, beforehand. Okay. <sighs> yeah. Yes. Okay. At least it wasn't a lacrosse stick. <laughs> I don't know why it wouldn't have been. There would be like 40 or 50 of them there. Yeah. Like, you guys don't have brooms. You're in a frat house. You don't clean. Nothing here. That, that's their defense. They're like, sir, we don't have cleaning supplies. It's clearly a joke. We don't own brooms. Yeah, come on. We have Jesus. cleaning ladders. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm white. I don't know what dust is. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Um, yeah, so then this police investigation goes on. Um, like, Duke lacrosse is, is huge. They were having mm-hmm. a great season. Yeah, they were, like, projected and, to win the championship. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, this this big police investigation that was severely botched. Oh, um, from the beginning. Yeah, and like some of the craziest things, like you know, I don't uh, claim to be a um, lawyer or a, no. a police expert. No. I did, I did uh, graduate from policing in college, so I know a little bit. <laughs> but uh, so don't okay. fuck with them. But by okay. no. But by no means an expert, and I don't think you have to to see the flaws in in this investigation. Yes, um, the fact that when they showed her photo lineups, yeah, they, I was literally going to say that they literally showed her every single person that could be a suspect, yeah, mm-hmm. and not someone that couldn't be, yeah. So basically, when a police officer does a lineup, you know, so say one of us committed a crime, we have a witness that's here uh, to point us. We know. You two are innocent. I'm the one who's suspected to have done it. They would put my picture in with your pictures mm-hmm. because if she picks Christian, you know, we both have dark hair. We both have facial hair, mm-hmm. both roughly around the same height. If she picks Christian, they know, well, obviously there's some something not right here. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's misidentification, you know, um, I may not be a suspect anymore if, mm-hmm. and, and if Christian has an alibi or Christian is an obvious plant, like maybe Christian's a police officer. They put his mugshot yeah. in there yeah. as an obvious, like if she picks him yeah. then she has no idea yeah. um, who. You don't who pick could, the whole fucking roster of the team. Right. Yeah. Because then there are no wrong answers. That's right. Yeah. 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 There, there's no uh, exclusionary she uh, just picks like anymore. the assistant coaches and like the trainer where they're like, well, those people weren't mm-hmm. there. She's like, ah, I, don't, I don't know. I was yeah. just picking pictures. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like there's no way she could have given a wrong pick. Yeah. Yeah. So she just unfortunately happened to pick those three players, mm-hmm. um, dragged them into the center of it. She could have picked any three players. Yeah. He was just throwing darts at a board. Right. It's fucked up too that like it's proven that, um, like character witness of like something happening and being like, no, this was the person is like super not reliable. No. Yeah. Eyewitness testimony. Is, yeah. It's like is the worst. Notoriously bad. And the guy was like, no, we do it old policing. We do eyewitness testimony this way. And they're like, man, that's fucking yeah. doesn't Flawed. work. Yeah. Like Jesus Christ. Yeah. You're asking for this to be a weak, weak case. Yeah. yeah. They're like, no, my, my wheel's going to be a square and it's going to work. And they're like, no man, mm-hmm. it's not going to. Right. So, like, that brings me to think that maybe Sergeant Gottlieb, I think, mm-hmm. uh, that was the guy who was doing the lineup, pushed it. Like, because, like, he's not that fucking stupid. Like, he couldn't be. There's no way. He's been in the police force long enough to become a sergeant. He right. knows that that's wrong. He has right. to. Like, he has to know. You don't get to that level of, yeah. like, but didn't Wasn't that the realize. guy that everyone said of, like, we don't understand why he took the case was that I, that guy uh, no that was the prosecutor oh okay yeah. sorry yeah. yeah yeah that was the da yeah yeah, yeah. that was uh mike nifong yeah yes. the guy who got prosecuted yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah sergeant gottlieb has committed suicide yeah yeah and, he's, oh. and we don't know obviously if it was because of this case because it was no it was no, quite either. a few years after i believe i think so yeah it was like 2014 i think mm-hmm. i'm sure he probably had a wild track record imagine the interview that would have happened uh, with this doc, if he had of yeah. given one, yeah, yeah, that would have been a, a fucking dance of memory. Yeah, yeah. I, I can confirm nor deny. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and especially with policing, because isn't like everything reported in policing that like I was here, yeah, I did this, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, more so for like a like a patrol officer. Like, oh, okay. So you know, like 
you're patrolling downtown or whatever. Yeah. Right. I guess he wouldn't, yeah, he wouldn't have to make those kinds of reports because it was all on CCTV. Oh, like yes, watched, I thought. Yeah. We watched that happen. Um, okay. Yeah. And like, so if you're a patrol officer, like you're patrolling downtown, you're like, yeah. Okay. Uh, 1201 uh, saw, you know, this or got out of my car and did a, a patrol on foot, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but as a detective, like you're going to one case and yeah. assigned to one thing. And oh, okay. You don't have that. to like show your steps. I mean, again, I was obviously never a cop. Um, well, I you're never, the closest <laughs> one out of the three of us. That's so we'll enough. ask you. Um, but yeah, I, I would, I would imagine you know, obviously they keep notebooks. Mm-hmm. They need to for trial and yeah, stuff like yeah. That. But it's not as oh okay. I, I thought it would yeah, be I, as detailed. Yeah, I, I would. I wouldn't say it's not as chronological. Like they don't have to keep tabs on kind of every. Yeah. Oh okay. Because you know, they're not out patrolling and stuff. Yeah, like that, yeah. Obviously, right. They're just making notes as for their own self for one yeah. one case. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta build up this fictional case. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So, anyways, uh, oh, what was I gonna say? So like on on the police like to carry on like on yeah. the police side, major fuck ups like oh, yeah. obvious missteps almost yeah. it seems almost deliberate like with Gottlieb doing this like designed lineup where you can't fuck up but every so, answer is the right answer yeah uh, imagine being a, a detective and you know, this is a huge case right like mm-hmm. this is Duke uh, lacrosse these are it's a serious offense yeah, too yeah. yeah absolutely it's not like a car thief right it doesn't matter so like this and it. It got um, national media attention right away. Yeah. Like so within like, days. Yeah. yeah. If you get this conviction, your fucking career path has just yeah. taken an upward turn. Yeah. Into some kind of celebrity. Because like you're probably yeah. not going to get a raise or- You probably will. No, you probably- Yeah. Pro- yeah. yeah you probably get a promotion. You would really. work up yeah. in the- Yeah. So like- I mean, I think that that would- benefit you in the future but immediately oh no no not immediately but your your career path like whereas it's an upward swing yeah whereas yeah. you know you're going this way and you're, you'll probably get promoted you're probably on the fast track exactly know, go from sergeant to um, so, captain or hey you put whatever. those kids away on some bullshit mm-hmm. you want a job yeah you can do anything <laughs> yeah. well yeah. speaking let's of take which, your talents overseas like uh, like after um naifong was uh found to have kind of excluded exculpatory evidence in, mm-hmm. in this case. Mm-hmm. They went back and looked at some of his other cases and actually got someone out of jail because of really uh, evidence he suppressed. Uh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I, I think he was serving like 20 years or maybe he had spent 20 years in jail. Like, I can't remember. It was, he was wow. in jail for a while, a while. There's and, a bunch of cases of that. Like there was a case where a judge, I forget what state was, disproportionately throwing like young offenders into like a hardened prison system because he had a deal with the prison yeah, I think business. They call it like pay for, um, yeah, he was getting basically kickbacks yeah. from like this prison and they put him away for like 30 some years. Like, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. crazy. He's not a judge anymore. No. Hmm. Um, but speaking of interviews, we said, you know, like, um, the, the police officer that committed suicide, that would have been like a great interview. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there were so many people who denied um, interviews for, yeah. for this. I mean, and one thing I'm surprised about is, is some of the players, like the three players that were, um, I think they would have just like, this was probably yeah, they were just I, over it, I guess in an for effort sure. to put it behind them and leave it there. Cause yeah. this, this did really ruin their lives. Yeah. But I mean, their yeah. parents, all three of their parents were, were yeah, interviewed. Sure. I mean, like, I think that, they're just older. They just, they understand this shit more. Yeah. They just they want can, to protect their kids. They get the true story out there. Yeah. And the kid was just like, I just want this to be done with. Like, I don't even want to talk about it. Yeah. Cause yeah. even the one mom, like you could hear the ESPN producer was like, all right, this is going to be the last time we talk about this. Yeah. She's like kind of chuckles and was like, Oh fuck. Yeah. I'm not mm-hmm. talking about this ever yeah, again. For yeah. sure. But you know, Which I, we should try an interview. You think <laughs> we can get an interview? No. Um, <laughs> You know, but I th- it just to me, like if, if I was in that, I mean, obviously I haven't gone through it, thankfully. Um, but I would just like want to have my face on like a mainstream thing. Like yeah. kind of just, not, everyone knows you're innocent now, but just which is put, put a face to the innocence, not the face of me in court. Yeah. Put the face to like me being like, hey, you know, like how this fact, like that's how you connect with people emotionally. Like not, I think it it might also look like you're, you're trying to shovel on the innocence instead of just 
Yeah, it rests, right. Let the fire die. Like you're trying to sure. actively, put especially it in. now with like you Streisand it. Like yeah. you guys know the term Streisanding. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like you make a big deal out of something that if you had have just left it alone, it would have gone away on yeah. its own. That was her nose, right? And then it just got bigger <laughs> and bigger. <laughs> kind of. Um, oh, that's cool. The issue but, about it, yeah. But yeah, there's there's so many like obviously, and I I get this one. Nai Fong um, declined being interviewed directly uh, for this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They. They, they used uh, archival footage, but... Uh, well, so that's a good point, though, that, like, on the police side of it, a lot of fucking missteps, fuck-ups, and sometimes deliberately both. And then on the legal side, Naifong committed, like, 30 or 40 uh, acts of some kind of miscarriage. Yeah. Like, a, a mistrial, like it's just mishandled evidence, he lied. It's so crazy that no one, and, like, even, like, his subordinates or whatever weren't like, yo, dude... Mm. What are you doing? Like, yeah. this clearly isn't a case. Like, he was... I don't think other people would have known. Like, the... Well, he would have, like, secretaries and, like... Assistants and stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know what? No, I don't think... Like, if he's working on a case, like, of course he has assistants and stuff, but I don't think they're privy to a lot of, uh, like, the evidence reports and stuff like that. Mm. They would be more on administration, like, setting up meetings. For sure. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. with, with yeah, that, because, like, obviously you want to keep the evidence as locked tight as possible, right? To keep mm-hmm. your, your case, um, airtight, yeah. airtight. Like he may have like a, a law clerk that like enters data or something from him, but do they know? Are you going to question your boss on his legal right. <laughs> behavior? Right. Probably not. Yeah. Just like, hey, are we shredding this document or are we re- recording this one? Like yeah. shred it. <laughs> so the other person, like Naifong spent a day in jail. Whoop-de-doo. Mm. That, that didn't affect him. I he mean, didn't have heat. He he filed for bankruptcy now. Like he's probably like a shell of his former self now. <laughs> um, but like that DNA um, tech, yeah, absolutely should have went to jail. Like you'd think. Like if, maybe his license was revoked. Like maybe his business maybe. was like you can't legally do this anymore. Yeah. Do you have to get like a DNA handling license? Uh, I I'm sure that so yeah, definitely have to have some kind of degree. Yeah. No, not to like get yeah. it like to work in the business yeah. but to actually receive right like a credible the right. public's yeah. uh, dna and handle it safely you sure. probably have to pass some kind he was of- the dude who like mixed up his dna in the th- what well, with the kids or whatever but i th- i think that is kind of a a common like it, it's hard to deal with dna and not yeah. not get like it is so hard to walk into a space like you guys have just walked in and sat down your DNA is in here somewhere. Yeah. We can trace that you were here. Yeah. Yeah. Like, even if you're actively trying to not uh, leave DNA, mm-hmm. you're probably going to leave DNA. That was one of the large points of um, the defense. Yeah. That, like, even the DNA handler, who is an expert, mm-hmm. he fucked up. And, like, he imparted his DNA into this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what I found group. was funny. And the defense was, like, clearly he wasn't at the party. Yeah. Yeah. Like there was traces of the actual experts DNA, but there was still no traces of the three accused. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So like on the legal side, there was major fuck ups and deliberate fuck ups. And on on the policing side, there was fuck ups. But then I think uh, what you said about like the national media, like this was front page fucking Mm -hmm. news for days and weeks, maybe even months. That was a major fuck up too. Cause like journalistically, like Nai Fong lost his license. Um, mm-hmm. Gottlieb and <laughs> killed himself. Yeah. Um, so he got he, got. He lost his license. He got got. But no journalist had any backlash for this. Like, no, they, they were injured. They were sued. The lady right. said sorry. She had a nice little piece where she wrote like a paragraph or two where yeah. she's like, listen, white boys. Yeah. I'm sorry that I threw you under the bus really hard. There was- I think that you have the ability to sue, but whether that goes through is its own court case. But yeah. like, Nifong didn't have to have a court case for his license to be revoked. No, like, but I think there the was, government. He did. I don't know that that's how that goes. Like yeah. when you get disbarred, that's simply a choice. Like there's no, someone, there's no way someone like there, a group was, of people could just be like, now nah, fuck you, there's Christian. A, there's no. a case. Like he had to testify um, that he didn't fuck up. And well, like, I mean, he probably would have said I, I think he tried not to. It showed him there. He admitted to, to doing so. He said, you know, when, when I do wrong, I admit it. Um, so, but, but there was a trial, like a hearing at least 
Too bad. To when he was being disbarred. Yeah. There was Do we, yeah. So it showed process. it in the doc. Yeah. Okay. Right. Do we know what law school he went to? Because maybe he just had some weird school beef with Duke where he's like, I'm going <laughs> to fuck them no matter what. Mm. It's like, I'm a Harvard man myself. He was North Carolina. He was a Tar Heel. Uh-oh, maybe. I don't know that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm making that. <laughs> this is where he went to school. It just, it seems like there was major fuck-ups on. Sure. Yeah, that's what, fight. I just don't understand how someone, like a third party or someone in that group would just be like, hey, what's going on here? All of this is up and up. Yeah. I'm sure, we should be doing this. Yeah. yeah. See so you Monday. Like, and Like legal, police, media, but then publicly, like the community, they fucked up too. Mm-hmm. And there was someone in there, in the doc, I think it was the guy who was the editor for the New York Times. He said like, this was... Uh, like like rich against poor. This mm-hmm. was town versus gown. This was yeah. white Ooh, versus nice. black. Did you just make that up? No, no. they used it in the doc. No, they used it oh. many times. <laughs> Direct quote. <laughs> wow. Um, like this was this was Duke versus the the town. Um, Duke versus dude. Male, like male against female. Yeah. Like athlete versus non athlete. But the one that really got me, and I think this is the one that sticks out the most, besides male versus female, but it's not as prevalent in this exact case or doc um, was white versus black. I think that what really got this fire started is white as black. So these kids were dragged through the social court Mm -hmm. like black people used to be. And kind of still are, but yes, like they used to exactly. be yeah. so like, openly. And as soon as it happens to someone that you genuinely don't think uh, it did happen against, like you don't think that these people are really guilty, yeah, you get upset about it, but there's nothing you can fucking do because I think a way, and you can't stop me from thinking that way, yeah. but I think this way about white people and white people know that I think that they're guilty before trial. Yeah fuck you. This is just what I think. And I think that this is exactly how black people used to be treated and still are treated. Like Mitch said, like this is, this is not white versus black. This is white (sighs) as black. And it fucking grinds white people's gears to be treated like this. Cause they're like, we can't make any decisions yet. The trial hasn't happened. Evidence isn't out. Like there's been no justice here. Isn't that fucking painful? But Emmett Till was guilty. Like, no, no, he wasn't. (laughs) Like, doesn't it suck to be on that side of the fence? Right. Now you know what the fuck it feels like. Fuck you. Yeah. And like, (laughs) Mitch texted me earlier in the week. He's like, this guy is the fucking white OJ. That was the same text. That was, am I getting confused? No, maybe yeah. that was Rittenhouse. That was Rittenhouse. <laughs> yeah, right. Because he definitely yeah. killed people and got off. Yeah, I'm not saying. Two, just like OJ, so. Right, so I'm not hey, saying. Hey, my Twitter buddy. These three guys did what they did. I'm just saying that they were dragged through the mud like black people are dragged yeah. through the mud with no trial evidence or justice at all. No fairness, no due process. Yeah. Sim- like people simply hear the evidence or the headline, they make a call and they fucking stick to it. And it pisses people off because it's not fair. It really is not fair. This yeah. is like energized. This is a fucking yeah. heated situation and you can't stop people from thinking how they want to think. I wonder it's like a social, it's like social lynching. I wonder if you were to ask those three guys like that question or that perspective, if they'd be like, yeah, that like we see that now mm-hmm. and like, I don't, they were, did any of them become lawyers? Well, I think one of them was yeah. working with the innocence project. So then, yeah, yeah that's, Dave Evans. Yeah, 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 that's a huge thing. Yeah. It so yeah, that, life. yeah. So that, yeah, that's cool. It just, I don't know. It struck me it's when like, I was oh, watching wait, this, this system is fucked up. Like you people that's a good are point. reacting, um, the way that black people have reacted about their convictions before justice Mm -hmm. and there's no justice there at all. Like this is, this is a a reaction by people who just have opinions. They don't have facts. Nobody in the public was a lawyer. Like they were students. Like they're not fucking lawyers. They're not prosecutors. They're nothing. They're just people. They just, they're neighbors. And this is this is what it feels like yeah. to be accused of something that potentially you are absolutely innocent for, but no one's willing to hear your pleas for justice or right. time or trial or fairness. And the history matter. of like privileged athletes of like, yeah. I'm sure you could go on and on for hours of shit, like fucked up shit. 
that they actually did. Yeah, I mean, so like, dude, George Bush's dad allegedly stole Geronimo's skull. <laughs> so, like, imagine that trial when Jesus they're like, "Hey, Christ. you guys dug up a fucking human body mm. and stole a skull just so you could get drunk and have the skull in your little clubhouse." Yeah, like, yeah, but. I mean, we're Ivy League. Sports. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's actually a good point. I looked up these statistics. Um, white male athletes in the U.S. in schools are six times more likely to commit sexual assault offenses than non-athletes. Uh, what, what was his name? Brock? What was Brock's last name? I can't remember. He's a piece of shit. I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah. The swimmer. What? Yeah. The swimmer. He raped the uh, girl behind the dumpster. What and the then, fuck are you? And this then, was uh, yeah. like three or four years ago. Yeah. And the the judge was like, "Well, you know, convicting him would be detrimental to his swimming career." Have you seen this fucking butterfly? That shit's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, yeah. Oof, yeah. that's intense. Okay, six times. White, more, yeah, white male athletes are six times more likely statistically to commit these things than yeah. non uh, athletes. Do you think and, they're told that like freshman year? Uh, I don't like, know. All right, let's go, boys. Like, yeah. no, no. Well, yeah. And that's, you know, as a white male, I think that sexual assault is just more prevalent among white males. Oh, yeah, like, 100%. Yeah. No, it absolutely is. There's That's irrefutable. Yeah, which which makes, like, statements like Donald Trump made, like, crazy, or he calls uh, Latinos, like, rapists and murderers, mm. like... No, yeah. dude, it's absurd. That's your people. It's propaganda. <laughs> that's yeah, he's got to put in that yeah. shit and be like, yeah, that's me. I do that. Yeah, 100% yeah. it's wrong. But um, what a wild mentality. Yeah. And like to do with the reporting of sexual assaults on campuses in the States, there's a direct correlation and evidence that universities underreport prior to oh, for sure. scrutiny. 100%. During scrutiny, that number jumps on average 44%. So say you have uh, like fucking 10 assault cases throughout the year. which Like is annual? That's usually annual. what you have? Yeah, okay. No, that number's way low. Yeah. But you know, so just on a sidetrack, guess who had the highest number of... Uh, rape cases in the states in 2019. Ivy League or in like any school across the all of the states, any school. Just guess, guess who had the most? Oh Her- no, no, no 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 um Penn State. <laughs> no, like Penitentiary State. No no no, no. Penn <laughs> where uh, Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah no. There was a coach there that I want to say it's something that is fair share that we're not going to think of like Dartmouth, Har- Harvard, it, Harvard or something. It like that. might be they're super high on the list. Yeah. Harvard is. They're like within the top ten. Man, yeah. but you get raped, but you'd be like, I'll f- teach you calculus. The top number is way higher than second place. Nice. Yeah. That's America for you. Like, <laughs> we do it. We do it in strides. I can't remember who is in second place, but it doesn't really matter because Ohio State had the highest The Buckeyes? Number. They do some raping? I don't fucking know what they call them. Yeah. But Ohio State University had the highest number of rape cases in 2019 with over a thousand so 2019. Do you think it's just that administration of that school is just like you know we're not going to underreport shit. We're going to be truthful. We're going to report everything. Yeah. Maybe. Whereas yeah. these other schools are like, no, we we literally can't afford to. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. is that's kind of funny because those other schools would be like us at Illinois aren't like those rapists in Ohio. Mm-hmm. We only had one, and you're it, like you're just underreporting. It changes from year to year. That's just 2019. I can't right. say that Ohio is consistently the highest number of sexual assaults on campus doesn't matter, but they but, got the uh, gold medal in 2019. Yeah. With over a thousand. I the, think it was like, I think it was around 1200. They got the gold rape kit. That's fucking <laughs> insane. <laughs> it's like a gold statue of duct tape. Yeah. I don't know what's in them. No, like, yeah, I guess that I was thinking like the medical the, kit. Yeah. The medical kit, oh, not Jesus. like the, here, guys, go do some rape, and here's some duct tape and yeah. foil no, or you, something. You get a bonus 1,000 surplus, like, in your stock. Yeah, you get, like, a little plaque. To deal with it, no. So, and yeah, anyway, so Ohio State had the highest number gross. But uh, universities consistently underreport by 44% before scrutiny. During scrutiny, sexual assault numbers rise by about 44%. And then after, the numbers drop again. So, like, <laughs> when the spotlight is on you, you're like, oh, yes. Yep, for sure. Yeah. We have this number and it's perfectly accurate. It's fine. And then that spotlight goes away and you're like, fuck it. I don't fucking care at all. Yeah. Doesn't matter to me. Well, and it's, 
it's just like, so right now in the NHL, there's uh, an issue where um, in tw- uh, 2009, I think. Um, that was so long ago. Yeah, there was. Uh, you were 11? Mm-hmm. There was a prospect uh, who was a first round pick. Um, the Blackhawks were in the um, NHL playoffs. Um, he was in Chicago, I guess, if he needed to be called up. Um, the video coach of the team. The video coach. Yeah. So there's a coach that, you know, what? watches video. Um, you know, oh, he's like, so you he's would like just playback coach? Yeah. Oh, like okay. if you were a player, he'd be like, and I'm the video coach. Like, all right, Christian, we're going to break down this play. Like, yeah. see, when you were on the ice and this guy went like short side on you, you should have went this way. And then shit. it's just shit. You like, yeah, nerd out hard on hockey. Yeah. So, okay. or any sport. This video coach uh, befriended Kyle Beach, who was the prospect. Um, Basically, um, yeah, befriended him during the playoffs. Said, "Hey, come on over to my place. Let's watch hockey. Mm. Um, have dinner. You know, we'll uh, we'll talk hockey. Yeah, sit in the hot tub because he's a prospect, right? He wants to make the team. This team could potentially be the Stanley Cup champion. Mm. He wants to be there next year. Yeah. So, well, it's if, like a million dollar plus contract. If he can get a few, yeah, if, if he can get, uh, um, you know, further, like if he just wants to be in the tribe, if." If the video coach is going to help him and be like, hey, you know, like, you know, talk hockey with him. Sure. Why the fuck not? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So he goes over to his house. They eat dinner. They're watching hockey. And Brad Aldrich flips the channel to porn and then flips it back right away. And it's like, oh, shit. I'm sorry. Well, geez. Now that's embarrassing. Now you know what I was watching last night. Kyle Beach is like, well, that was kind of fucking weird. And then 10 minutes later, Brad Aldrich flips it back and it's a little bit longer this time. <laughs> and then he flips it back and then he flips it again and leaves it there. And Brad Aldridge looks over at him and says, you know, the head coach and the GM have, have me in their ear. They value my input. So you're going to do what I say. And if you don't, your hockey career is over and I'm going to beat you with this baseball bat and you're probably never going to walk again. Holy shit. Blackhawk blackmail. So oh, then, nice. That's the name of the fucking so then Hallmark Brad, movie. <laughs> Brad, Brad Aldrich goes on to uh, sexually assault Kyle Beach. Jesus um, Christ. Forces. Uh, he uh, wasn't there. Yeah. I bet you uh, he was in his heart. Um, <laughs> yeah. And Kyle Beach goes on, reports it to the team. And the coach says, well, you know what? Stanley Cup's more important right now. We're going to worry about the Stanley Cup. And the sexual assault basically gets swept under the rug. Does Kyle Beach play the game? Kyle Beach never plays a NHL game in his life. And he was drafted in like the first round. So that was like, you're, you're expected to play. Like you're going to go. Never, never skated for in an NHL game. No. Wow. And and then this, uh, I don't think he thinks so. (laughs) And then this, uh, um, and and, you know, after we report it, other teammates were, you know, calling him derogatory, uh, homophobic names. Isn't that um, insane? Yeah. Holy so, fuck. So that's in the where, membrane. That's know, like militaristic. That's and, how you see yourself in the military. And this is just going don't back ask, to, don't tell. this is just going back to underreporting and stuff. So like these universities, they don't give a shit about the kids that go to the university. They no. give a shit about their bottom line yeah. and yeah. their school's reputation. What the New York times writes about their school yeah. and their students. So, so, I mean, that's not just a, a university thing. I think that's like anywhere a sexual assault happens, uh, it's in a company or community. Yeah. You know, people tend to want to sw- sweep it under the rug, which is fucking insane to me. Yeah. Well, like, I, so I thought about this too, and that was where my mind went after I read that statistic that universities tend to uh, under-report for whatever reason, there was no reason given. It's probably just for like, um, oh, stats, like, yeah, and to oh, get yeah, like recruiting. Well, it's for sure because oh. it looks good if yeah. you only have 10 versus, yeah, 60. yeah, this place has got, yeah. As, as a parent, I don't want to send my kid to the highest rape school in America. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you just like, hey, Susie, you, this is going to build character. Oh my God. Get in there. <laughs> These statistics are all available online. Whether or not they're accurate, though, that's, that's the issue yeah. at hand. But, then I thought, who's like who who is interested in underreporting these things? Probably faculty. I don't assume that it's students. I assume that like students underreport themselves, not as um, 
perpetrators, but as victims. Yeah, right. It was like fear. Exactly. And, yeah. This is, this is like criminology. This yeah. is not, um, academic. <laughs> so also, if you're a victim and have done the research that you've done, I'd be like, Oh man, fuck this. Like, why do I even say anything? Well, yeah, that's a good point too. Like my school tends to underreport because every school tends to underreport. I'm fucked. They're not interested. Yeah. In they me. say that they care, but like they don't fucking care. Yeah. This is going to get filed away somewhere and I'm never going to see yeah. know, any kind of justice anyways. But so then I thought like, who's, who's interested in doing this? Faculty is where my mind went. So I looked up the numbers of men to women in faculties, specifically presidents and chairs and deans of schools mm-hmm. in the States. Mm-hmm. It's like 70 to 30, yeah. 70% are men. Yeah. Guess how old they are. 50, oh, 55 they're probably all to like six, tendered, tendered old assholes, like 70. <laughs> they're like, I think they're 59 to 71 years yeah. old. Typically. Well, they got their pulse on the youth for sure. Mm-hmm. So, um, most of them are uh, married and Protestant. So like white, old, male, Protestant, married. These people are who make calls about reporting their university's genuine numbers and enforcing reporting in the first place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, there's uh, acts and statutes in the states that force universities to report and there's a tribunal body that can be created to deal with sexual assault. There's full offices and departments to deal with this shit now because even in back in 2006, we saw that that nurse who worked part-time with mm-hmm. Duke was specifically a sexual assault nurse. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. So like there's whole health departments that are meant to deal with this kind of thing and it's still swept under the rug. Yeah. But it's, I think that these sorts of things happen by these sorts of people. It like universities become chaired by people who do shit like this. They throw parties and they hire strippers and then they fucking verbally assault them and potentially at some point physically assault them. And then they graduate, they get a great job and Duke university's got like a fucking awesome reputation for their students making a lot of money after school. Mm -hmm. So, and then they, one of them, obviously becomes the chair of the university. Yeah. Not from Duke, but like these people go on to become chairs of yeah. universities. Yeah. And then sure. a situation comes up when they're chair and they're like, Oh, that's just Timmy being 20. Yeah. Boys being boys. That's the worst fucking excuse. Yeah. It's oh, gnarly. Absolutely. Yeah. So like this doc to me, um, <laughs> was not, not super good in that regard. Um, I like, was it well done? I don't know. Was it sensational? 100%. Was it a movie? Yes. Was it a good documentary? No, I don't think it was. No. Because I, it was it was partial. It it played up the fact that athletes and this particular sport, this particular group of people at this time were such victims. Sports as a concept and a body of participants never accuses itself. It never puts itself on the stand to say do we have something to do with this? You, the only person that I have seen, because I literally went through every single 30-30 to see what the content was. What's the story behind this 30-30, 30 for 30? Alex Gibney is the only person to even come close to dealing with the ideology that exists within sports that's negative. Every other fucking 30 for 30, and this is a broad stroke, but I did go through every one of them, even the shorts. Alex Gidney is the only one that comes close to accusing sports of harboring negative behavior within sports and out to the community. Was right. the one that he did? Uh, I don't remember. I didn't like take the list, but uh, oh. yeah, every, every single 30 for 30. And this is just about 30 for 30. This is not about sports documentaries, but they're a giant body of work right. so far um, in documentaries. Every single one um, well, it's, it's- puts them down as... ESPN so heroes like this either it's either victims yeah. or triumph stories yeah that's sports this is exactly so but like yeah this this pushes the this like this is a symptom of this case that we're seeing here that yeah like this one instance happens and they jump on it they say how could this fucking happen this is such an injustice against us mm-hmm. us as in like white 
athletes, white affluent athletes. Yeah. But all the other stories are never looked at. They're never talked about. Nobody wants to deal with them because it looks bad. And I don't think sports wants to look bad. It never puts um, itself under the microscope to say, maybe we're the problem. The Billy Corbin one broke is like, that's the negative side of sports. Cause that's, like the disproportionate number of NBA and NFL players go bankrupt because mm. they're not taught financial shit. And like this is an institution, this is a systematic yeah. thing. That yeah, they're yeah, they're like, oh yeah, you give taught. a kid fucking 20, like he's 20 right. and you give him $4 million and be like, make wise investments. Yeah. You're like, all I know is football. Like what? So oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's a, that, I would Fair say that's a negative one too, but Yes, there's, I get what you're saying. Yeah. There's lots of uh, like steroid docs about baseball, stuff like that. Like the 30 for 30, though? Yeah. Not a 30 for 30. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, like, Bigger, Stronger, Faster was, I think, the very first episode that we ever did. And mm-hmm. that was exactly what that doc was about. Yeah. Was mm-hmm. that maybe the industry and the culture of sports and athletics pushes us in, like, deeper. It deepens the trench yeah. of the bad stuff that this doc is about. But it just, it struck me when I was looking all this stuff up that like, why does this story fucking matter? Like this, first of all, is an example of white people getting mad at pre uh, accusations before justice. Mm -hmm. It's the social court really fucking rearing its head and slamming them to the ground. But then uh, like, this is not a unique case. Like white fraternity members, these are like, these guys weren't in a frat, but like, white athletes as a group and a team hiring someone and they just like debauchery. This shit happens all the fucking time. And yeah. it happens with actual consequences that they were accused about. There are rapes. There are sexual assaults. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck did they choose to do a doc about this? Why not the well of cases about the opposite? Why, like, why is this one more important? Is because they play the victim. This one looks better. They're like, we're being crushed by the system. Oh, I think being crushed by the system. This one was just such a big story. Um, exactly, like, but yeah. why? It's because because it had, of like the DA and it obviously like no, it yeah. obviously is um, like like there's shit in the there's elements in the story that you're like, man, we couldn't put that in a movie because you're like, what they were like blatantly this corrupt. Yeah. And they knew that these kids didn't do that. And you're like, yeah, this is a true story. You're like, yeah. what the fuck? Well, to be fair, like Mike Nifong, they talked about this in the doc a lot, was going through um, like a, a publicly elected office campaign. Yeah. Like he was going to be elected yeah. to a pretty high So position. that was like what Tyler was saying earlier of like, oh, if I win this, like this yeah. is going to be so good for me. Exactly. He does whatever it takes. Um, so I will point out this was directed by a female director. Mm. Um, well, so, let me, but, no. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, I think I would hundred percent be in your camp if it was a male director and like, you don't like, think that females can be like participatory in this kind of culture? I, no, no. You don't I, think that I like, do. women can vote for Trump? <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Um, they're called I, I golden just, angels. I just don't think the, the, um, point was to be like, oh, well this doesn't happen. These people no, of course not. Get uh, falsely accused all the time. I think it was just, it was such a sensational accusation, such a huge story. It's a juicy story. Yeah, that it, it had to be documented that like, hey, yeah. this happened. You know? Oh, I'm not, I'm not accusing this doc of missing the chance to do something more valuable. Okay. The story needs to be told. It has to be documented, but... It's just, it seems like the oeuvre of 30 for 30 doesn't self-victimize. They never put themselves um, in the ability to be the culprit. Like sports itself is the culprit here. And it's sports culture. And it's like male ideology. Right. But no one thinks that they're ideological. That's the essence of ideology. It is how you think. Most people don't think about how they think. And they, when they do, they don't think that they're maybe in the wrong camp. Everyone thinks they're right. That's the essence of ideology. So when I see fucking Republicans, I think they're wrong and that that's an ideology, but that Republicanism is an ideology, but like Democrats look at Republicans with a democratic ideology, but they simply think they're right. 
they don't think it's an ideology. They think that that's the truth. Right. Mm-hmm. The truth is not an ideology. But this is the fuck around of ideological thinking. Sure. You can't see it. You don't choose to be ideological. But like, so this, this documentary just highlighted that for me that um, I think that this is a symptom of the culture, but that was neglected to be looked at in right. this doc. And for, well, besides the initial accusations of the, like, these are privileged white males yeah, they in did. a sports arena and like, they touch on it briefly, but then yeah. they completely forget about it because they were accused of something they didn't do. Yeah. But they, they talked about a little bit how it's an exception. You know, Duke lacrosse has a, um, a reputation of being debaucherous, uh, like mm-hmm. part, and getting away with it. Party boys. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh exactly. man. Before so, this, like if Duke recruited you, you just like, fuck yeah. So, <laughs> so we're getting wild. They, they did touch on it a little bit, but yeah, yeah I yeah, agree. They did for sure. They, they could have shone, a light on a little bit more of that. Yeah. I, so I in, that. in that regard, like, was this like an entertaining thing to watch? And am I glad that I watched it hundred percent because it spurs you into thinking about new things, mm-hmm. maybe in less of a, a biased way. Yeah. But like, fair enough. Like this doc was valuable for that. And I, like, I thank yep. it. Like, this is like some kind of monster, <laughs> the Metallica doc. I'm like, I fucking, I fucking hate, the content, but I'm glad that I watched it because it spurred me into hating it deeper. Right. You but. just see the Duke logo and Metallica. And you're like, <gasps> yeah. Do you know what, you know what their logo is? Duke's Blue Devil. Logo? God Blue Devil. damn it. Yeah, no, I actually did know that. I... Bullshit. No, well, for sure. It says, in, it shows in the doc. It, yeah, but the one headline is little blue devil made me do it. <laughs> Sports expert over here. That's fucking funny. No, so I um, played in a lot of different uh, pipe bands as a drummer mm-hmm. and I started, um, 50, 50, some, most of it was Scottish. The other half was university style marching bands. Oh, that so that was like 50% of the drumming yeah. that I learned how to do. And blue devils were the shit. They were the coolest fucking band. They always had really dope music, really complicated shit, really well done. Oh, like, so now you like the crap. school now, eh? I like music. Ah. <laughs> I don't care who does so it. You'd be the guy on the sideline, like, I fucking hate this, and just beating the shit out of your drum. Yeah. No, so, like, I, yeah, I actually did know about the Blue Devils. Cool. Well, yeah, there you go. A, they're a fantastic band. Um, I would just like to point out that it, I thought it was kind of hilarious, but I'm like, well, yeah, really bad timing. When they take gr- direct quotes from American Psycho oh, in, an, so, in yeah. an email. Yeah. And, and that just points out Christian's kind of point i think like behind the scenes like some of these people are not good people like they're oh they were just joking well but sure but 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 that's that (laughs) have you ever seen that movie yeah but that's that culture right that's that culture of discursive yeah it doesn't matter anyways like the rape culture the the frat boy kind of culture that type of thing i think so so i had thought about this just yesterday because i had watched this way earlier in the week and i watched it again last night um this this piece of the documentary like fucking bit me in the ass again. And I thought that these students are in school. Likely they've never been to school before. That's the point. You go somewhere like this to learn stuff that you haven't learned before. And it's probably your first time. Um, So this is their first taste at like planting their feet in the real adult world where knowledge is, true and fundamental and you really do start to learn things about the world. So especially these guys being privileged, like I'm sure they were babied the fuck out of, I believe that's Um, true. Yeah. You know, with someone who's not coming out of a situation of privilege has to work for things. And yeah. Um, well, Finnerty's dad, yeah. Colin Finnerty's dad was like, so I was advised not to come in with New York attorneys. Be like, you could have afforded a New York attorney. Fuck you. Yeah. You fucking kids guilty. Not just one, like a bunch of them. <laughs> yeah, like a team. He walks in with yeah. an entourage. All right. So what'd you do little buddy? Yeah. So I think there's a law in North Carolina where, uh, you have to have a lawyer that is oh, within the state, within the state. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. But no, but like yeah. it crossed his but mind. He's like, for sure. I'll just get the best fucking lawyer in the country. Yeah. yeah too easy because I can. Yeah. But so, yeah, I think that these kids, they, they were feeling, they were wading into certainty. They, they were learning things about the world that really seemed to like drop the Plinko disc into the right categories. They, they can know, they can learn things. They just maybe didn't learn anything super valuable about the world because maybe they were privileged. 
but so they take a literary class where they or literally like film studies or some shit and they watch American Psycho. It was a it was a book, right? American yeah. Psycho was a book yeah. first. So they take literary studies, they read American Psycho, they all think, wow, this is fucking amazing. They, get they probably would have watched the movie. I don't think they read the book. Probably. <laughs> Phil Collins, I doubt, was in the fucking book. Anyways, but uh, they, they get a glimpse of some genuine academics going on about some subject that they were handed. I'm sure a lot of them watched the movie before they read the book. Um, so And then they learn something from their teachers that actually kind of enlightens them. They learn something kind of smart, but they're pompous. So they take that knowledge as, I know this for sure, and this is the way it absolutely is, because I was told. I was told by my teacher. There's no critical thinking there. They're absorption machines. Mm -hmm. Like They're told by their coach they've got to do X, Y, Z, and they fucking do it. Like These are team players through and through, and they're good at playing with the team. So they're told by their teacher that American Psycho has such and such psychological structures to it, and this is true. It's been found to be true by a body of experts. And then they have a fucking history class because I don't know if you guys know the broomstick rape was a real case. This was an actual gang rape, sexual assault case that happened. And the woman who it happened to obviously died. They killed her. They learn about this in history class, but they're not empathetic people. Not a hundred percent. These these kids came from a very babied lifestyle, I'm guessing in a broad stroke here. They get a little bit of knowledge, so they're a little bit more certain. They think they're growing up a little bit. They're getting smarter in their psychology and how they see the world based on this one fucking book study and this one fucking history class. And then they deploy the knowledge like I do each week here. I learn something within five days and I'm like, it's like this. And you guys believe me. So, which is I don't awesome. <laughs> no, <laughs> what I don't believe. <laughs> so like, I I, I don't think, think um, they fucking read the book, dude. They I just watched they the movie. I think their teacher read them, and it probably would have blew their mind to be like, you know, a lady directed this movie. Mm. And they're like, what? Mm. So so yeah. yeah, I I think that these kids have gently waded into knowledge, and they take it um, as like bodybuilding. and then they go forward with these snippets of information that seem to exist truthfully in the world and they don't they don't feel the weight like dan carlin would say like they don't have a historical sense yeah you hear about d-day and storming the beaches but like you ever been fucking covered in water for 12 hours yeah freezing cold yeah those dudes would be like oh man that'd be so awesome i would just fucking and you're like yeah okay it's fucking john rambo versus the nameless guy on the beach that you don't know yeah. who died for you. Like this, like you, you don't know what it's like to be there, but you have to attempt to know what it's like to be there. So you hear about a rape case with a broomstick and you're like, holy fuck, that's crazy. Like it's exploitation to its max. Yeah. This is a fucking Aussie film. And then you joke about it because it's, it's a maximize. It's like saying this fucking denser than a black hole. Be like, you don't know shit about black holes. You just heard the word black hole and dense from an authority figure. You appeal to authority and then you take that as gospel or science. They could just be trying to be funny on some like fucked up exactly. subject. No, that's exactly right. So they talk so. about American Psycho like as if it's a joke because they yeah. maybe didn't internalize the points of the story deeply enough. And they joke about broomstick rape. And they use racial slurs because they don't actually understand. They Damn. didn't. They didn't put themselves in the shoes of the people the stories are about. So they fucking they throw out the n word. They throw out broomstick rape and knifing women. If I uh, and they think it's a joke. And it's because there was not a lot of consequences before. Probably bingo. If I sent you guys an email like that, would you get like pissed or know that I'd, like I'm? I just feel like what the fuck. Clearly I'm kidding. super fucking confused, especially if something like this had just happened. Like you should be like shaking in your boots. Yeah. But to be fair, like the email was sent hours afterwards and I don't think these people are super quick thinkers. No. Yeah. So they're definitely, I was going to say, I don't think out of the group, how many you think are like critical thinkers? Yeah. None. Yeah. But maybe Dave Evans now, cause he's gone through law school and he's had a real fucking traumatic experience happen, which is his life was almost ruined. Yeah, that would be interesting to have him in your class because the teacher would like, hey, we have a subject here yeah. that has gone through something. We're going to look at the Duke University yeah. lacrosse rape case. Like, no, 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 no. Please. Do we have any conflicts of interest? I don't like, have, uh, have any more tears left. <laughs> yeah. I, just, I didn't do it. Yeah, imagine shouting out. You just, yeah. Fuck this. Yeah. So I, I, I feel like that's kind of where their privilege 
uh, rests is just, it's not very deep. Like their privilege is deep, but their empathy and their understanding of what they're getting themselves into, they don't, they don't really have a sense of grounding. Right. There. So when they hear shit like this, mm-hmm. they can joke about it because it's, it doesn't matter to them. They, it's they've not, never, it's not in their world. Exactly. Man, yeah. if the lacrosse team pissed you off, I'm sure if they did a dock on the basketball team, you'd just be <laughs> like, fuck all these sons of bitches. Cause basketball is huge at Duke. Mm. Like yeah, that's what they were fucking saying. Yeah, like huge. Oh, yeah. Like money. those players could probably just openly blow someone's head off on campus and they'd mm. be like, well, that guy got in the way of the bullet. Yeah, of course. The fuck is he doing standing there? Yeah. Someone did say that though. Like, like they, the mom. Yeah. They wouldn't have canceled the basketball season. For no, sure. no way. Lacrosse no way. No way. Sport. Well, yeah. And those kids are like, you played field lacrosse. You're not going to go on to be a professional. Yeah. So, so just go run around and do whatever. I, I know it said it in the movie, but uh, the woman that uh, accused them, and like they talked about how, you know, even he, um, interviewed someone who knew her like personally. Mm-hmm. It's like she she just wasn't she wasn't mentally well. Like she yeah, yeah. Um, she is now which is sad because she clearly probably didn't have the greatest upbringing. No. So it was just like Jesus. I mean, and it t- talked to her dad. Yeah, um, but she is now in prison. For second degree murder. Yeah. <laughs> she, and she was charged with attempted murder of her previous boyfriend. Yeah. Um, you think the, the guy that got murdered knew that? Cause that's key information. I doubt it. Yeah. You know, like, Hey, so I got almost convicted of killing my previous boyfriend. <laughs> you still want to do this? Like, Is that on her Tinder profile? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. FYI, I'm never going to get you pissed off. Mm. Damn dude. Yeah. Fuck. That's something that I... Those three dudes or any of the one on the team saw that report. They're like, whoa. Yeah. That's her. Holy shit. Yeah. I guarantee you that they've seen that. Yeah. For sure. It just makes me sad to know that this this happened to someone in that position. I, I absolutely take that into consideration when I think about this. Because it's... I mean, you have to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can't just be like, oh, she was like perfectly cognizant and never a bad thing happened to her. Why she would do this. Like, she was just trying to fuck white men. Like, fuck fuck over white men. <laughs> um, she probably could have had sex with some of them. Like, she, like she was mentally maybe not uh, as healthy as possible. And then to be in an environment like that, surrounded by 40 or 50, like, fairly fucking big athletic kind of dumb, privileged white men. Yeah. And you're there as hired sexual entertainment. And then they start throwing out racial slurs and like super violent, potentially lethal threats. That would, that would make me go nuts. Like I would lose my ability to control myself mentally, at least like physically, I (laughs) might like leave the house, but like mentally you would have little control over what you're thinking and feeling. Because you'd be spurred into, well, like the history of your people. Yeah. Why are they using these particular words? It's because I'm a particular kind of person to them. And it just, it would, yeah, it would drive me up the wall. So for her to make up something like this, I absolutely believe that that's possible. I also believe it's possible for it to have actually happened. That's not the question here. But for her to fabricate something like this, it was it was historically charged. It begged the question. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like, could this happen? You're only asking if it could happen because it has absolutely happened before. Yeah. So I think so, it, in that case, I can absolutely see why she would feel the need to bring it to this place and accuse these people when maybe it didn't happen. In the hearing for uh, Naifong for his disbarment, uh, I think she does make a, a statement about something not actually happening. Um, but she, someone has approached her to write a book. So they, she, she did, right? Yeah. She's writing a book or has written a book and mm-hmm. she still maintains that it happened now. Yeah. What? Yeah. The last yeah. dance with grace or something. Yeah. Is yeah. her name grace? No, no. Oh, come Crystal. on. Crystal. Crystal Gale Mangum. Mangum. So mm-hmm. her last dance with grace. Was that probably like, the day before. Yeah. I was going to say the day of the, you're like, that was my last fun day. Yeah. That was and uh, then I March went twelfth. Yeah, March thirteenth. I killed a man. Yeah. Um, yeah. So in in that, but how? Regard, I guess she so. didn't get convicted. But that's 
That's also another thing. She did I, get convicted. No, I mean, no, 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 not lying. of the Duke oh, thing. No, no. But like, I just was like, oh, I didn't, like she can't write a book about killing her, the person that she killed. Like you can't profit from crime. Oh, she could write a book. There's lots of serial killers. That See, I don't books. understand how that works because I didn't think you could directly profit from Who's a the crime. guy from Wolf of Wall Street? Um, Jordan Belfort. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I assume. But I think certain crime, like that's just like some white collar bullshit. Oh, yeah. Like Cheech <laughs> Marin was like, dude, you should write a book. And he's like, oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> they were cellmates. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I was just saying them like, that's crazy that she can write a book about this case. Mm-hmm. If I, it is some crazy traumatic event where yeah. she still says it happened and you're like, you're willing, you don't just write a book in a day. And then like, you have to go over everything and you're like, you're willing to mentally take yourself there yeah. to just to be like, no, this needs to get out. And like, it's, it's not the right information, but mm. like everyone said, the girl was a little crazy. You have written some fantastic lies. It's we a, can just say whatever. She's in go. prison. She's not getting out. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's something to like consider though, that like, so you're found is like for all intents and purposes to have misled the court. There's no charge for that. Perjury. Sure. There. Yeah. Per- well, yeah, I suppose I had looked up like the definition of perjury and like whether it was involved in this case and like she wasn't tried for anything. No. Not but couldn't like wow. the DA or the prosecutors be charged or like with perjury because they're like misleading the court? Maybe it was no, a complete they're, mistrial. They're not. IPhone. They're not under oath. Uh, like, again, vic- victims and no, like the, the setting up the case and stuff like that. Like oh. they don't swear to tell the truth. They don't have to do the bibble thing. I mean, I again, I've never think, been in court. But I think I, they would when they got their license. I just assumed the court was like a church where you can't go into a church and be like, "Fuck all you motherfuckers." They're like, "Hey, we don't really swear here." Well, like, there's an in oath. a courtroom. I thought it was like we don't. Yeah, we well, try not to lie, which well, is why it, he was. Yeah. Disbarred. Yeah. But yeah. I think that you would you would sign in, you would become a member of that oath when you got your license to practice law. Yeah. 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 yeah like that's that's the bar, right? Like that's yeah. when you get called to the bar. I shall never lie unless it's against a minority. Like, welcome <laughs> to the American justice system, son. Yeah. Do you want North or South Carolina? Yeah. I'll take them both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so this talk was this talk was good. Made me think yeah. about a lot of shit. Yeah. Like most 30 for, there is one 30 for 30 out of their whole body of work that I didn't finish watching. And it was by choice or you fell asleep? Oh, really? Well, kind of fell asleep. It was two female tennis players that were best friends and during like the eighties and they were like rivals on the tennis court Mm. and it's them just talking about tennis Oh, and they just grew up. Yeah. And I was like, fuck this. This is stupid. (laughs) So that's the only one I haven't watched. Hmm. All of. I love them. They're awesome. So just uh, so our viewers know, I think I've mentioned it to both of you guys. I have been updating our documentary list. Yes. That's awesome. So I've pinned it to the top of our Twitter. Oh, cool. Uh, with with the new additions? With new additions. So what we've watched and... Yeah. yeah they All the ones that we've watched are kind of blocked out in red. Hmm. Um and everything that we still have in our jar, I have to print some out and put them in our jar. But mm-hmm. uh, uh, our list on there, the link to their IMDb page is on there and the link or um, written where you can watch them. So if it's on Apple TV, it just cool. is Apple TV, That's there's awesome. no link. Um, or if you can rent it on YouTube, there's a link to it and stuff That's like that. Cool so, that we are like create or curating. Is that yeah. the word? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So so now, yeah, if uh, if you're listening to this podcast, uh, um, you know, continually, you can keep checking on there and see where uh, you can watch the, the next one. Sweet. Um, yeah. I yeah. picked this one, didn't I? Or who picked? I don't remember. I, I think you picked this one. Yeah. Do you want to pick? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Someone pick. Here, um, it's by you. I will pick. Pick away. So, right. yeah. And again, we're always uh, up for uh, um, suggestions for, for new ones to add to the list. Yes, absolutely. Fuck yeah. Uh-oh. I pulled Beware of Mr. Bates. <gasps> We've talked about this one so much. Oh, my God. Okay. All right. So, first of all, if nice. next episode... If you talk shit, if I have anything negative to say on fucking Ginger Baker, okay, or about heroin, I'm gonna fight you on this podcast. So trust I won't, because he's the one angel (laughs) 
that did heroin and I was going to say made it all right, but he didn't really make it that all right. This documentary is fucking amazing, guys. Like, I love this doc. It is uh, available on Vimeo. Nice. Uh, cool. So free to watch. Um, and, uh, yeah. So it came out in 2012 about uh, Ginger Baker. Fuck he yeah. just died like three or four years ago. Oh. Yeah, 2012 was a good year. So, yeah. Okay. Fuck yeah. Sweet. Cool. That's um, awesome. So yeah, so we'll be back with uh, some cream next week. <laughs> it's cream, cream of the crop. Yeah, Mr. Baker. Yeah. So uh, take a look at our uh, our Google uh, sheet there. Um, you know, feel free to give us suggestions and uh, leave us a voice message uh, as always on Anchor. Okay, and we uh, yeah we'll be back with. Uh, um, what's it called? Beware uh, be, of Mr. Baker. Beware of Mr. Baker next week. Take care, folks.